Hello everyone, I'm your host Sharik Javed from German city of Munich and today we have Laura Powers from Los Angeles, USA. Hello Laura, welcome to the show. Hi, nice to be here with you today. <laughs> yeah, it's a pleasure uh, to, to have you on our show and guests and the viewers, uh, the topic today is very dif different and it's new for most of you, it's new for me because Laura has a very diverse career, diverse background uh, studies uh, from politics from theater she has been an entertainer but now she is doing something very different and laura will tell us briefly about her what's she currently doing hi everyone i'm uh, most known as a celebrity psychic i work with celebrities with entrepreneurs also with everyday people i'm a clairvoyant which means i see the spiritual realm and I use my abilities to help people with their life and their work. And I've been psychic ever since I was a little kid. And this is what I love to do. I also, as um, Sharik mentioned, I'm a creative entrepreneur. I'm a singer, songwriter, actress, model, author. I have seven books. And I really just wanna help people connect them with their angels and spirit guides, help them understand how things work from my perspective as a psychic, but also I'm not here to convert anyone. I just want to share information for those that are curious and interested. Mm -hmm. And I, I don't expect everyone to believe what I do because they don't have the same uh, perceptions that I do mm -hmm. with my psychic abilities. Mm -hmm. and this, this is also part, we are all humans and we have different mm -hmm. beliefs. And also sure. interesting that, uh, what other people are in different parts of the world are doing. This is very interesting uh, for our knowledge. It's called exposure, right? So, so viewers, it's very interesting today because Laura had a very good career in theater, in acting, but now she also works as a spiritual healer. At, and she has angels uh, who tell the future and she guides the people. It will be an interesting show, I, I, I promise you. So Laura, can you tell us about your story, how it all started? What did you study and how it all started? Sure. So ever since I was little, I have been psychic, even though I didn't understand it at the time. I actually grew up seeing and sensing ghosts and spirits and other people didn't see what I did. That was clear that, you know, I would see things that other people didn't. And I thought for many years that I was crazy, actually, uh, because other people didn't see what I did. But for example, I would see a person in, you know, say my parents' house, and I would think that, that we had an intruder in the house until they, they did something that a live person can't do, like walk through a door. Mm -hmm. <laughs> and I knew then that something was going on, but I tried to keep it to myself because I thought maybe I was mentally ill. And it wasn't until I was in college that a family friend described a ghost that I'd seen but never told anyone about that I knew I wasn't crazy because, you know, someone can't see a hallucination of mine. Um, so this friend, family friend described a ghost that I'd seen but never told anyone about, and then I knew I wasn't crazy, which was both comforting and scary at the same time because it was real, but I didn't really know what to do about it. I didn't have any teachers in my life at the time, and it, even though the internet was around, it was much less developed than it is now. So I did the only thing that I knew how to do at the time, which was to block out my abilities. So I did for many years, I blocked it out, but I also blocked out my intuition. So fast forward, you know, years, many years, and I was in a very bad place in my life. I was physically ill, I was unemployed, I was in a bad marriage, uh, and I was very confused. And I went to a psychic to try to get guidance, and she explained to me how when I shut out my psychic abilities, I shut out my intuition, 
and was basically navigating through my life without really seeing what was there, mm -hmm. what I was being guided for. So I, I made the decision to open back up psychically and I immediately had an angelic visitation experience where I mm -hmm. saw and felt angels all around me. And I knew that it was going to be okay. And this happened for me during the recession, by the way. So a lot of what's happening right now for people during coronavirus, I think there's a lot of similar patterns and there's a lot of fear, a lot of the feeling of things being taken away. So mm -hmm. I very much have compassion for that. But that started my new life. And, you know, where I had worked previously in government and politics. And then I did a total 180. I went to psychic training and started working on that. And then I went back to working as a psychic. So while I was building my psychic business, I was, excuse me, as an actress, I was, I was making my living as an actress. Mm -hmm. And then I made way more money as a psychic, I'll be honest. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I really shifted my focus and started really focusing on my work as a psychic. Mm -hmm. And I still do act and perform, but it's more of a thing on the side for me at this point. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Okay, thanks. Thanks for the very uh, uh, diverse introduction. So, mm -hmm. so in, during the childhood, you were seeing some strange creatures uh, but you were not telling anyone you, you kept it no. to yourself so yeah. it, you, you kept on seeing according to you kept on seeing angels right or different kind of um, actually angels didn't really i i didn't see them i saw lights which i now know are angels but i didn't really know what they were um mm -hmm. but what i saw mostly were ghosts so people whose bodies had died but their souls had remained on the earth plane. They hadn't crossed over to the other side, to heaven or, you know, whatever you like to call it. So that's what I saw growing up a lot. Mm -hmm. So you were seeing probably ghosts and you were not telling anyone. Uh, you mm -hmm. remained in this phase uh, and you started uh, your bachelor's degree in um, theater, right? That's correct. Yeah, my undergraduate uh, theater. So did your performance was also affected with this, that you were seeing creatures, but you were not sure what they were? So I would see things. Yeah, but I, I didn't understand what was going on. Sometimes I would see things when I was fully awake. Sometimes I would see things in my dreams or in that in-between sleep and dream state. And when I saw things that other people didn't see, I basically just tried to block it out. Uh, and I was fairly successful because I decided I didn't want to see that. It's kind of like I was like, I don't want to see this. I don't want to hear this. And I just stopped until I psychically opened back up. Um, and mm -hmm. this was when I was, you know, during the recession and that's when I started taking classes. So mm -hmm. I, I do believe that our abilities are, you know, varied that everyone, just like everyone can, you know, play some kind of sports or have some kind of artistic ability. There's a range and just my, my psychic abilities are quite strong, but even still I can choose to access them or not. And I feel like mm. that's the case with most people. Everyone has some kind of intuition. And for me, it's just quite strong. And when I shut down, it was because it felt scary to me because I didn't know how to have energy boundaries. I didn't know how to let the light in and not the dark. So I know we were mm. talking before about, you know, the, the angel on one shoulder, the light angel and the dark angel on the other. Um, so we all have the choice of what we interact with. And I needed to learn how to how to have boundaries so that what I was experiencing was positive and not scary. Mm -hmm. So you started taking these psychic classes and then you're, you're also telling that you now use the power of these angels to predict the future or to help the companies in bad shape or help your clients. Can you explain about it? Like, for example, for me and also for the viewers, like mm -hmm. we have uh, several over 16 viewers at the moment and they will be curious. So what are you offering and um, should they be afraid if you are seeing the ghosts or the angels? What's that? 
Sure. No, I don't think they should be afraid. But uh, yeah, people hire me to get questions and and receive guidance on things that are uh, happening in their lives and their business. So I work a lot with business owners, helping them with decisions on expansion, areas to go into, not to go into, looking at different employees. You know, are their employees performing well? I've had several situations with clients where I identified issues with employees and then when they looked into them, there were issues with uh, loyalty, you know, finances with that particular um, employee, things that weren't, uh, you know, there on the surface. So that's one of my favorite things to do is work on a a business level. But I also can help people with, you know, relationships um, with health. For example, I worked with quite a few clients where they have medical mysteries where they've gotten all the scans, they've gotten an MRI, they have these headaches that are debilitating, but nothing shows up on the scans. And then I can look and see what I sense uh, Mm -hmm. that's happening. And and in many cases, what I will see what it is, I'll shift it um, energetically or spiritually, and they have immediate relief. So people Mm -hmm. that have had mystery headaches, and they just immediately go away, once I can identify and, and tell them what's happening. Mm-hmm. So I think the I'm I'm very curious because it's something very new. I never heard of it before, and I think many viewers because um, uh, we are from uh, mostly viewers are from Germany, also from uh, Pakistan, India. So, for example, they will be curious about it. Like you said, if somebody has a problem in the business or in their life and relationship, and you help them, right? And this is your full time. Uh, you are a healer also, and you use mm-hmm. the help uh, of. Um, the um, angels so i would mm-hmm. also request the viewers to ask questions uh sure. if they are curious about it and just to learn you know it's it's, it's a life uh, we learn a lot of things from other people other beliefs right sure. so people can of course mm-hmm. ask questions so tell us about that you said that you are traveling across usa also and some uh, you have customers you yesterday have, have had a client for german from germany mm-hmm. also That's give right. some examples some more examples about it or yeah, yeah. I work with people in you know all different areas. They might uh, be a business owner. Uh, I work with people in film and television. Have you know clients that are um, celebrities? Tori Spelling is one of them. If if you're familiar, the Beverly Hills 90210. She was an actress from mm-hmm. that show. And I work with people in all different kinds of jobs. People in the military, lawyers, people in government, um, doctors. I work actually with a lot with doctors, and I have clients. All over the United States, uh, over Europe, I have clients in India, um, Africa, Australia. Because I work with people online, it means basically I can work with people, you know, yeah. wherever they are. That's a wonderful aspect of technology. I can connect uh, via phone and video with people mm-hmm. all over the world. So it's great. I, I love it because, and I'm always learning about, you know, different industries mm-hmm. and, and different things through my work. It's really interesting. And uh, for example. Uh, has this ever happened that uh, some people around you, when close friends or family members or relatives, when they say, okay, she is dealing with angels, but this does not maybe exist. Like For example, you said you were Catholic before, right? Maybe the uh, religious beliefs can be contradicting to it sometimes, you know? So uh, you had some kind of opposition or some funny comments or strange comments from your friends in the beginning? I think people, didn't know what to think at first, especially with my background in politics and 
also, I didn't talk about this growing up. So even though I was experiencing it because I was afraid I was crazy, I didn't, I didn't share this with people. So I think for a lot of people, it came as a surprise and a shock. And I did receive questions of people that thought I was schizophrenic or, you know, things like that. Mm. Uh, but I think once people talk to me, it becomes clear that I'm, I'm not uh, mentally ill. That said, if people believe that I am, you know, that's their right. I, like I said, I don't try to convince anyone. I just ask for people to be open-minded. But I mean, it is amazing if people spend time with me or I've had, for example, a spouse or a friend come with someone during a reading and I, I get information that there is no way that I could know. Like there's no way that I could even have researched it. Cause there's some mm -hmm. people think, oh, that person just Googles the person and looks at things, but I will get things that maybe someone said to the person and there's no record of that. They haven't told anyone. Um, mm -hmm. And then people start to believe because there's just, how could I know this if they've never told mm -hmm. anyone, <laughs> you okay. know, things like that. So it's it's very interesting. So they, they they believe that you did not search online, but it's the ghost who told you. Now I have a question. For example, you have a mm -hmm. customer in uh, Germany and you are in USA, for example, right? Yeah. And then uh, you are drilling remotely, right? So mm -hmm. how does it work? You know, slightly just out of curiosity, I'm asking because you know. So you are far away, uh, but do you believe uh, that the ghosts are traveling across the continents, or uh, how you are getting this information? Well, when I do readings, it's mostly actually not connecting with ghosts, but with angels and spirit guides. And they are energy, you know, they're not physical. So we don't have to be in the same place because energy is not limited to, uh, you know, physical distance. So I usually do my readings over the phone or I can do video. But when I am reading, I'm actually using my third eye, um, my psychic abilities. So, for example, I can do it on a phone where I'm not even seeing the person because I'm not using my physical abilities. In fact, when I read, I typically close my physical eyes so that I can use my third eye more easily. So it's kind of like, I don't wanna be distracted by what I'm seeing physically, I focus on the psychic. So uh, yeah, it's, it's mm -hmm. easy for me to do uh, anytime, any place. And I even have some clients where, we, one of my clients in India, for example, um, he'll just email me and then I at whenever is a convenient time I check in answer the questions and then I email him back yeah so we it's very interesting actually I'm I'm shaking a bit because um, I, I'm also getting a bit scary but Asim is asking <laughs> that are, are, these th are these things interacting with you Talk, uh, talking or something or just showing and did you consult with someone for the situation Sure. So uh, they are interacting with me when I allow them in. So I've learned now how to have spiritual boundaries and I ask for guidance from beings of the light when I'm working. And then I ask that if it's something is very important for me to know that they kind of step in and intervene, um, you know, when it's important. But I'm not, um, you know, getting ghosts bombarding me or something all the time unless I invite them in, unless I uh, unless I say that it's OK. And did I consult with someone? So I, when I was opening up to my psychic abilities, I did take many classes with different teachers all over the, the world. And, and then I started teaching myself. So yeah, I've had a lot of, um, you know, different uh, specialists, uh, angel channelers, psychic mediums that I've uh, learned from, as well yeah. as people that do regressions, past life regressions and things like that. So yeah, I'm a big fan of exploring in that area. And I now, like I said, I work a lot with mental health professionals who are my clients, psychiatrists, psychologists, clinical therapists, et cetera, um, who mm -hmm. believe what I do. 
that's that's very interesting uh, so i have a question if some for some client for example uh, mm-hmm. ask for you for a suggestion and you give them a suggestion uh, and if they don't uh, believe on that suggestion and still do something else wrong so is there a uh, reason for them to fear from these angels or something negative can happen to them i think the angels are always here to help us and they honor, honor our free will they understand our ability to make choice they want what's best for us but at the same time they understand that we make the choices that we make because of things we're learning so if someone doesn't follow their guidance they don't get angry or upset they just are trying to protect us and you know keep us from hurt and suffering and that's their goal so for example i had a client who um years ago asked me about her boyfriend and i said i have a very bad feeling about this man i get he's not being honest he's dangerous and you know she didn't listen and that's because she she didn't she didn't believe it and i mm-hmm. i understand but then um a year later she said laura you were so right you know she had to get a restraining order against mm-hmm. this man and it didn't you know that was hard for her it was it caused a lot of suffering but there's always lessons you know now she will she will recognize when someone has those signs of of being untrustworthy and she'll also listen more to intuition and these kinds of abilities and so there's never a sense from you know angels of being upset with someone or punishing them and same thing if someone doesn't listen to something i say i don't get upset i i, I always want what's best for the person mm-hmm. and for to alleviate suffering or prevent suffering but mm-hmm. everyone's life is their own and it is their yeah. choice to make yes some people may be curious because by this way you are kind of predicting the future right for that person in the, in that part, uh, particular situation is this some similar to astrology or something uh, like astrology uh, astrologers also try to predict the future uh, but well, it's a different way yeah it's in a different way i think there are some similarities and i certainly think that a you know good astrologer can be very helpful with understanding some of the themes and things that are going on and and i think the best astrologers also use their intuition to interpret the chart um cuz mm-hmm. i've I've been to astrologers that weren't that great and some that are amazing. So I think it's there's quite a range there. But yeah, they're using a different mechanism. So they're using the alignment of, you know, stars and planets and things whereas I am using information that I receive directly from angels and spirit guides. So it's a it's a, just a very different process. And also there's different types of astrologers, you know, a Vedic astrologer from like a western astrologer they approach and believe things differently um so th- there's so many different ways to approach this and i believe that you should go with what resonates for you and what works for you and also there's just like uh you know there's different doctors of different specialties and then even those doctors within the specialty they're they're different you're not going to get two doctors that are necessarily going to say the same thing and it's the same with this realm with either astrologers or with psychics we're all different we have slightly different approaches so i think it's important to connect with those that you feel a connection with and that what they say resonates for you um, well, yeah. wants to connect uh, uh, he has more questions and he, he yeah. wants to get the email address so should i sure. mention uh, mention it in the comments or sure yeah feel free to mention it in the comments my email address is bookings@laurapowers.net here i'll type it here bookings@laurapowers.net and then i'm also on instagram at laura powers 44 and my website is healingpowers.net. Mhm. So those are all great ways to get in touch with me.
Okay, so uh, I also typed it here in the comments. Uh, okay, so uh, now we are back to the topic again. Uh, so, uh, guys, uh, those who joined uh, us now, uh, we have a lot of powers from uh, Los Angeles, USA, and we have a very uh, different topic today, and it's um, it's not necessary that we should believe on that, but it's about exposure, how different people across the globe have different beliefs and how they are um, going forward with different kinds of professions. So Laura had a very diverse profession. So she has been an entertainer. She was an actress. She was a model in USA. She studied theater in the undergrad. She studied politics in the, in the masters. And she was doing really well in her career. And then she moved to spiritual healing. And that's what we are talking about here today. Uh, so, so we have more comments. Let's see what we have. So, Sakib is asking. Sakib from Germany is asking, how authentic, how or how exact are the information you get from your angels or from your spiritual spiritual senses? Is it at the end a hypothesis or a concrete information? I'm trying to understand the concept. <laughs> yes, I, I understand. It's probably uh, confusing. So. The information I get, it varies. I am a, what is called a medium, which means I relay the information that I receive from my angels and spirit guides. So it's not that I know the information, it's that I'm told and then I relay what I sense. And sometimes the information is very uh, specific and clear and other times it's a general statement, but they don't give me the details. Like for example, sometimes we, are to know things and sometimes we are not to know things. So for years, I've been getting the message for, for people to start online businesses for my clients. And I've been telling them, do an online business or, or have a component of your business that's online. And it's not like they told me it's because of coronavirus. You know, <laughs> I didn't get that information. I was just told they need to be online. That's gonna be what's helpful for them. Be online, be online, be online. And many people, you know, for whatever reason, they felt that was not easy or they didn't want to, and they didn't. And a lot of people now are, you know, their businesses are going under because they were only in person and now in-person businesses are not doing well. So mm -hmm. that's an example where it's not necessarily that I, like I said, coronavirus is coming, so you should be online, but it was just, no, you should be online. That's what's going to be best for your business is to be online. Or recently I had a, client who was asking me about school options for their child. And every school we looked at, I said, I'm just getting homeschooling's the best. Homeschooling's the best. Homeschooling's the best. Well, now it's homeschooling. So, you know, everyone's mm. doing homeschooling. So that's that's an example. And sometimes I see the energy, like for example, if I'm looking at a person's body, I just know when I see blocked energy. So I had one client who was asking me to look at the health of her mother. And when I looked at her mother's energy body, I just saw that around her, her chest was very dark energy. It was not good. Like when you look, see dark energy in the body, that means there's blockages, there's illness, there's problems. And afterwards, she explained to me, she'd asked me to look at her mother's health because her mom had had recently a brain scan and they'd found an aneurysm and they didn't know if it was stable or not. And I said, I, I didn't see anything, any problems in the brain. The problem I saw was in the chest. And you know, she just said, okay, they, they didn't go to the doctor. And then two years later, mm -hmm. she emailed me and said, Laura, I just want to let you know that, um, you know, what you saw came to fruition. My mother has been uh, diagnosed with advanced metastatic, metastatic uh, melanoma in the heart, sternum, and lungs. Mm 
And so it was a cancer in the in this part of the body. And she did later um, die from that cancer. So, mm -hmm. you know, I didn't I didn't get it's cancer. I just said there's something going on there with with her chest and th that should be looked at. OK, interesting. Yeah, so uh, Elias is asking from Manchester that, hi, Laura, any good uh, reason for people to believe that you command angels? <laughs> I guess, you know, I sense them. I relay the messages. Um, I think if you're in tune to angels, you will feel them as well. Um, aside from that, I think people start to believe with their own experience when I relay information that I couldn't otherwise know. So I, I had one client where um, she asked me to connect with her her nephew who had passed and he came in and the angels helped me with this communication. So I, I saw and sensed her nephew and mm -hmm. immediately all he kept doing was this gesture, this gesture. And I didn't I didn't know what that meant. I, I kept asking for something else and that's all he would show. And when I did that, I said, he just keeps doing this. And she she immediately burst into tears because her nephew um, had been dying under her care and had been paralyzed in the vocal cords. And this means thank you in sign language. Mm -hmm. So he was saying thank you through that. But I didn't know that he couldn't talk. I didn't know sign language. Mm -hmm. So when people experience things like that, I think they understand that this is not something I'm making up because I couldn't. <laughs> <laughs> mm, mm. Interesting. So Kamran is asking, uh, I hope your friend, your mates are doing well. How authentic, she said. I am ready to watch this session because I got a lot of information mm, from her. Thank you. <laughs> I'm glad. That's my goal. I want everyone listening to know that we all have angels and spirit guides, whatever your you know religion or spiritual belief system. We all have spiritual resources. We all have loving angels and beings that are there to help us and they honor our free will which means that if we don't ask them for help they will always give us guidance but when we ask for help it sort of opens the door for them to come into our lives and assist us actually i did not understand the question but uh, you answered it correct uh, mm -hmm. very well so, so i i'm trying to understand because this is very so new mm -hmm. for me so <laughs> i'm ready to watch this session because i got a lot of information from her from whom is he meaning uh, some angel or? Um, I think I think he's just saying he's. I'm not sure it's a question so much as a statement that he's mm -hmm. getting a lot of helpful information. Mm -hmm. Okay, guys. So Hassan is asking from Islamabad that did you do a lot of meditation uh, to be able to interact with spiritual belongs uh, spiritual beings or before that dimension opened up to you? Actually, um, I love meditation. I'm, I teach meditation now. There's an app called Insight Timer. I have many different meditations available on that platform. It's a free app. But I opened up before I already had these abilities. I didn't need meditation for myself to access. But I actually started meditating as an adult to help me just be able to clear my mind and be able to focus more easily. So I think meditation is a wonderful tool to certainly help your mental health, to help your physical health. I mean, it's very releasing of stress, but also it's a wonderful way to access your intuition and your guidance. So I'm a huge fan of meditation and I re recommend it for everyone to do it. 
Okay, so it's very interesting actually. So for the people who joined us later, so we have Laura Powers from Los Angeles, USA, and she had her career in politics uh, and the uh, and um, theater. She was doing acting mm -hmm. and modeling, and uh, then later she realized her special power as a child. She was seeing the uh, ghosts and energies, and now she uses the powers of angels to help people predict their future. Uh, so as I told uh, Laura that we all people are coming from different kind of beliefs. Uh, actually, I'm really curious because I'm a little bit scared also, you know. <laughs> I'm also looking for new project, but I'm not willing to ask because um, <laughs> it's different kind of beliefs. But uh, you all are welcome to ask your questions. Uh, so, Laura, tell us more about your acting career or modeling career. So, you graduated from the university, but started modeling even as a child, right? Yeah, I did child modeling for photography as well as fashion shows. And there's something I just did as a child. And then as I got older, I did more of acting. I did acting and I was also in music. I'm a singer-songwriter now, and I was in many bands when I was young. And then I majored in theater in college and I did both acting and costuming. So I love design, fashion design, costume design. So I became a costume designer. And then when I graduated, I, I went into focus into business. Uh, there's just not a lot of money in theater. <laughs> mm -hmm. So I shifted into business and then into higher education and politics later. And then when I had my psychic and spiritual awakening, I went back to my sort of creative roots. And actually it was very much through a guided message I received. I uh, got the message psychically to go to a show. And when I was at the show, I started chatting with a man who was there and he was the one who ran the theater. And he basically gave me an audition after that. And I ended up becoming a part of their uh, troupe. And I worked mm -hmm. there for, a, a while and while I was building up my psychic business I was working as, a, as an actress which is funny because a lot of people are trying to make their living as an actress and they have a side job and I was kind of doing it <laughs> the opposite way mm -hmm. my my acting was making my money while I was building my other things so I, I love acting and I think um, performing and acting it definitely is you know you can channel spirits or channel energy emotion so I think mm -hmm. those that are very good at acting are often actually very intuitive and maybe have some psychic abilities and their ability to tap mm -hmm. into emotion and channel that well. So now I, I really just act more of as a hobby and mm -hmm. I, I model uh, here and there. Again, it's not something I pursue a lot, but like recently uh, a skincare line that I was in was just featured in Vogue. So that was exciting and fun. Um, so yeah, I love to model and I've done, uh, you know, runway work as well as, uh, primarily print photography or mm -hmm. print modeling is what I do now. Okay. Very interesting. And thank you for the, giving mm -hmm. your story. Uh, so tell us about reading. You said that you also go to the clients and then you read something. What do you read and how do you decide what to read? Are you singing and reading or are you just reading? <laughs> yeah. So uh, reading is actually, a, it's a term that's used for when you receive the information psychically. So, you know, I don't know if you've heard the term astrology reading and it's, yes. you know, you, you basically reading the chart. But in my case, what I'm reading is psychic. It's not like paper that I'm reading. It's literally information that I'm relaying and receiving. So we call it a reading, but it's not, you know, reading print language or anything. It's, it's reading the information that I receive from the psychic or spiritual realm. So I do that with people in person when scheduling allows. So I typically, when we're not on lockdown from coronavirus, I travel 
full-time anywhere between four to eight cities in a month. And I travel all over the United States um, and a lot in Europe as well, and meeting people in person. I also teach classes on psychic development and then I'm a Reiki master. So I do Reiki attunements and healings mm. as well. And my schedule is usually a combination of seeing in-person clients. I do energy uh, clearings as well, space clearings, so clearing people's homes and businesses, media appointments, you know, working television, radio interviews, and, mm. and then also just you know seeing friends and family wherever I am as well. Very interesting. So, so different kind of uh, for different kind of uh, clients, uh, you have different kind of energies, and you get, you get these messages right, but. Do you, uh, can you also get some information about coronavirus in this case? Like you want to travel and or somebody's business is affected by coronavirus, right? I think almost all, everyone in the world is affected by it. So, oh, absolutely. Mm -hmm. so is it also these kind of energies can help you predict about the future and how the things will change in the near future? The businesses sure. will reopen, lockdown will be over or something like that. Yeah, so I, I think, you know, we have to understand that there's the physical cause of coronavirus, which is a virus that's, you know, spread communicably from person to person. But there's also the spiritual element of coronavirus, which is, you know, why is it happening on a deeper spiritual and energetic level? And one of the messages that I've gotten is, for example, a lot of people um, are working through fear. So there's a lot of fear in this world right now. And sometimes, we work through something by facing it, you know, so mm -hmm. kind of like walking through the fire to, to face your fear of fire. So I've actually done that walk, you know, I've walk on hot coals. I've done that to help clear the fear. And I think that's what's happening for a lot of people right now. There's a, a spiritual component where we are working through our fear by facing that which we fear. And and then we will be okay, and we'll move forward, and you know we'll we'll have survived. And also, there's a big realignment that's happening for many people. People who maybe their work wasn't the most aligned for them, or there's something different for them to do, or maybe they needed to focus on their family mm -hmm. or their health. So people's jobs are being taken away, and that that's what it felt like for me during the recession. Mm -hmm. This was when I was not yet focusing on my intuition or psychic work, but I lost my job because during the recession, my work in, in government and nonprofits, you know, there just wasn't very much work there. And so mm -hmm. I lost my work um, and I had to refocus and realign. So for many people, mm -hmm. coronavirus is acting as a, a way, a tool to get people refocused and realigned with their spiritual path and purpose. Mm -hmm. So if something is being taken away from you, rather than feeling like a victim, ask, you know, what is it that I'm being guided to refocus on or release right now? And that can okay. help us. And also it's a great mm -hmm. time for creativity. So people's schedules are being cleared and there's a lot of creativity happening right now. People starting online businesses, people writing, people podcasting, you know, people creating art, yeah. um, many different things. So I think there's a really wonderful positive aspect to this as well. Yeah, thanks for sharing. I think a very nice question from Sakib because uh, Sakib from Munich is asking, when did you start sharing these spiritual informations with the people and what made you do that? Were, were you not fearful that this thing will make you entirely different person? You will then be treated as a special person. After this, people will not interact with you and treat you a normal person. Do you not feel insecure that everyone here, everywhere have another level of spirituality and you are on just other side 
It is the transition phase he was asking. Yeah, no, it was terrifying. <laughs> I'll be honest. I call that as a spiritual coming out of the closet, meaning, you know, no one knew that I had these abilities. I'd always had them since I was a child, but I didn't tell anyone. And yeah, I was very afraid. I was afraid that people would think I was crazy. I was afraid of persecution, of literally, you know, being put in an insane asylum or you know, people uh, not wanting to be my friend or not know me. So it was a very scary time for me. But what I realized was that actually was much the opposite. I, there were some people who couldn't understand what I did and, and rejected it. But most people actually were very supportive and welcoming and curious more than anything. People were asking me a lot of questions. And, and I did have many people who at first believed that maybe I was crazy, but I, for example, I had one friend who I offered to do a reading for her, a psychic reading. And she told me later that she just did it because she felt bad for me and she thought I was unbalanced. <laughs> so she felt bad for me. She did the, I did the reading, but then during the reading, I, I told her things that there was no way I could have known. She found it very healing. She cried. She completely after that believed that I, I was real. And mm -hmm. she told all her friends about me, you know, and and she was very active in the community and she owned a business. I ended up doing readings at her business. Uh, so I think even when people didn't believe, oftentimes when they spend time with me, mm -hmm. then they'll, you know, they'll start to understand. And also I get things psychically all the time. People say, you know, guess this and I'll just guess it. And they're like, oh, because <laughs> it's something mm -hmm. weird, you know, that that I couldn't have known. So mm -hmm. I, I don't expect anyone to believe, like I said, what I believe, but uh, usually if you're open-minded, you'll start to have a confirmation for yourself. But to answer his question, yeah, it was a very difficult time for me, but I, I think it was important. And if you have abilities and you're not acknowledging them, I think you know we don't have any extra parts, meaning if we have abilities, they're there for a reason and it's important for us to acknowledge mm -hmm. them and our lives will get better as we do. Yeah. Yes. So I have a similar question. So this uh, this thing you decided that you will now move to it completely, right? But uh, you know, humans are lying. Humans are being truthful. They also lie. Similarly, mm -hmm. uh, there are there is black magic also. We hear, yeah. hear about black magic. People are using the ghosts uh, to to use it negatively negatively for the people. So sure. are you sure that all the time these ghosts or these energies are telling you the right information? Well, I, to be clear with ghosts, so ghost is a spirit whose body has died and remained here on the earth plane. I don't, I don't get guidance from ghosts. I would never recommend getting guidance from ghosts because they are not of the light. They haven't crossed into the light and they're in their ego. I do get guidance from angels and I do trust them because I know they're a light source and they have proved themselves trustworthy, meaning they share with information with me that is then proves to be valid. So with ghosts, what I do when I'm working with them is usually a space clearing where people have asked me to help them cross over to the other side. But mm -hmm. in terms of the trusting, um, I make sure that I work with light beings and light sources, and then that information has been validated over time through my own experience, You know, information that they have guided me to do, and then I've listened and done it. And then through my clients and, and you know, the, the trust that's built over time. One of the things that's hard is sometimes we're, we're guided for something that, you know, it's hard for our, our mental mind, our analytical mind to access, to believe. Mm 
And I've had mm -hmm. many times where I said something that uh, sounded strange, like how could that be? And people doubt it, but then it happened. So I, I had a client just the other day, other day do a Facebook post about how six months ago, I told her that her husband was going to be working from home. And her husband said, there's no way, there's no way. Um, but mm -hmm. he works in entertainment. He works for a major studio in Los Angeles. And here we are six months later because of coronavirus, he's working from home <laughs> yeah. and not at the studio. So I, it's not that I got, oh, again, like it's going to be coronavirus. You're going to be, but nevertheless, six months later, here he is working from home. So <laughs> situations like that. After that, you know, even now her husband's really believes because <laughs> something right. that seems very unlikely that I said has now come to pass. Mm -hmm. Yeah, thanks. Thanks a lot for uh, for the time for the answers and i think we are moving towards last five to ten minutes of our show sure. uh, it, it has been very um, exciting a new topic for me at least i think for many viewers also and um, i think I, I told you most of the viewers are from germany and are of pakistani and also indian origin and you when you talk about pakistani it's 98 percent or mostly people are muslims you know mm -hmm. and um, we also believe in, in, in um, how you call the jinn Jenny, oh, I absolutely believe in jinn. Absolutely. In fact, yeah. it's um, here in the United States, most people don't know about them. I'm like, oh no, they're very real. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> mm -hmm. So uh, we also believe that there is this kind of science to 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 know the future. Astrology is there, mm -hmm. but normally we uh, avoid it. Uh, we avoid to know about the future. We just believe in and god but it has been very interesting i think because it's also about exposure what how different people are doing in their lives and and you said yeah. that you are getting right information about it and also we shared information uh, some guys will write like to contact you also absolutely uh, you, will you like to say something about the current situation you said that in us alone there are millions of people now jobless yeah and then these people will be coming to you also for more information, right? Yeah, I've been quite busy lately with people trying to understand the situation, also move forward in the best way for them, for their business and their family. Uh, I do think that this is going to continue for some time in terms of there will be long-term impacts of coronavirus for years to come. I do believe that in many places in June, things will start to open up. It's gonna be, I think, in phases. It's not gonna be like all of a sudden things were as they were before, but certain businesses will start to open, certain cities sooner than others, you know, places like New York City, for example, where it's very serious, it's gonna take them longer than some other places to open up. Uh, and it'll be in phases, but I think there's gonna be some permanent changes where, you know, things that previously were in person will now become more online. And I think there's, you know, some wonderful elements of this. I think this is great for the earth, for the planet, for pollution. You look mm -hmm. at all these photos like Los Angeles, there's normally you can't see the sky mm -hmm. color because it's all this pollution and now it's clear, you know? So there's mm -hmm. definitely some wonderful elements. And I think also people realizing that we're okay, we don't need as much as we think we do, um, you know, kind of getting more internal, focusing mm -hmm. on our health. So I think there will be things that change long term but i but there will be travel and things like that and and for people not to feel like the way that things are right now is how it's going to be always mm -hmm. yes it, um, very interesting things that you have told so far and i think viewers also enjoyed the show and i i would like to thank thank laura 
for uh, giving us time in, in her busy routine. And I think you are also having a next show within a few minutes at the turn of the clock. I think we have another yeah. comment. Uh, so Elias is asking from Manchester. Hi again, if I call you an expert psychiatrist instead of something else, what will be your response to it? Well, I'm not, I'm definitely not a psychiatrist. Just to be clear, I, you know, I've not gone to medical school or have that training. I do work with a lot of people in psychiatry or um, the mental health field as my clients. Um, and I, I think there could be some similarities in terms of I'm definitely trying to help people with things that are, um, you know, bothering them. Um, I help clients with understanding on a spiritual level why they might be feeling or experiencing anxiety, uh, depression. But yeah, I'm definitely not a psychiatrist. So I just want to be clear on that. <laughs> mm -hmm. But I, I think that it's important. I think understanding, um, you know, from a medical perspective is really important as well. And I, I really love to work with people where we can kind of help bridge that gap. I was just on a, a show hosted by a clinical psychologist the other day talking about mental health from my perspective as a psychic, because um, I think they're just different approaches and kind of help us understand the bigger picture in a different way. Mm -hmm. Yes, thanks. I think that's mm -hmm. all for now for all the questions. For all the viewers, stay tuned. To mo uh, tomorrow, same time, we have a very nice guest, uh, Dr. Arif Kisana. He's a researcher from Stockholm in Sweden, and uh, he's in in the medic one of the best medical schools of Europe. But tomorrow, we'll be having in Urdu language. Uh, this is for a change. Uh, till that, he's also a journalist. Till that time, uh, I will sign out today. Uh, thank you, Laura, for giving your time and all the best for your future. Uh, thank and you. thank you all the viewers for staying with us. Have a nice evening and have a nice uh, uh, morning in uh, in US. Bye -bye. <laughs> thank you. Bye. Bye.